Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is a show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God and faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. Uh, This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I'm Pastor Gary, a minister to the Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church in the beautiful city of Adelaide. Our big question for this week, does prayer work and how do I pray anyway? Our co-hosts today is Glenn and Lindy Sparing. Welcome, Lindy. Welcome, Glenn. It's wonderful to have you both on board today. Lovely to be here, Pastor Gary. Thank you for having us. It's fantastic to have two people in our studio today. Uh, Lindy is the prayer ministries leader in the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And, of course, Glenn is here uh, to make sure that Lindy says all the right things. Uh, Lindy. What does a prayer ministries leader actually do? It's a very good question, Pastor Gary. And basically what I do is I encourage people to grow in prayer. I encourage the churches to have prayer programs where they spend time in prayer. I encourage the churches to hold prayer meetings. And I also do a lot of praying so you're really the, the prayer specialist in the in the South Australian Conference. You could say that. I probably wouldn't say that about myself, but I'm very passionate about prayer and I really, really enjoy my role. It's wonderful. I probably shouldn't ask this question, but Glenn, what's it like uh, living with a prayer specialist? It's, it's actually really, really good because um, I certainly believe in prayer myself. Fantastic, fantastic. Now that's, that, that's wonderful. Uh, tell us, what do you guys enjoy doing, uh, when you're, when you're not working? We love reading and what do you like doing, Dale? We visit, um, places. We visit people. We do lots of walking. We, ride our bikes at times. Adelaide is a wonderful place, isn't it, for, Ad- for bike riding. Absolutely, Absolutely. love it. I, I love some of that linear park trails that you can follow from the, um, from the beach all the way up into the, into the mountains. Have you done that at all? We've done about 25 k's of it. Okay, okay. Well, you've done about as much as what I've done, actually. I've done a number of, of pathways with young people uh, on uh, on that track. It's a, it's a wonderful track. And, uh, folks, can I say, if you're visiting Adelaide, it's one of the hidden gems of Adelaide. Please come to Adelaide, and when you come, bring your bike with you and go on the Linear Park Trail. That's from the Adelaide Hills, and it takes you right through the beach, right through the centre of the city. A fantastic uh, little uh, little trail. Uh, tell, tell me, Lindy, Glenn, do you have the Faith FM app installed on your phone? Yes, yes, I do. I'm asking everybody who comes into the studio here whether they've got the Faith FM app because this is a fantastic little app. It's fantastic. and We can hear it very clearly and well on the phone. You know, some people I've actually had uh, say to me that uh, sometimes the, the reception at their house isn't quite as good as what they would like. And I've shared with them, I said, hey, the Faith FM app is fantastic. All you've got to do is go to your favourite app store. You download Faith app, Faith FM Australia. You've got to put the Australia in there. If you don't, you'll get the American one, and that's not the one that you want. But Faith FM 
FM Australia and uh, you're able to pick up uh, all the Faith FM programs anytime that you want. If you're going out for a walk or a bike ride, you're able to uh, listen again to any of the Faith FM programs. Now, what better thing could you want to do? Don't answer that question, please, please. Guys, let's come to some uh, some music. Uh, love this particular song. Uh, the Downing Family, He Leadeth Me.
by his hand he leadeth me. What wonderful words of that song. Welcome again to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Gary. Our co-host today is Lindy Sperring. Lindy is the prayer ministries leader in the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church and she's accompanied by Glenn. Glenn's her husband. It's fantastic to have both Glenn and Lindy with us today. This week we're asking the question, does prayer work? It's our big question for the week and... How do I pray anyway? Today, we have a fantastic offer for you. At the conclusion of our drive time, we'd like to pray particularly for you. If you'd like us to pray for you, text us your first name only and the state that you live in, and we'll pray personally for you on air. For example, you might like to say, Pray for Gary from South Australia. Don't tell us any more details and we'll pray for you. Send your text to my desk at 0438 066635. That's 0438 066635. We'd love to be able to pray for you. Before we come to our question of the day, I do have to share an update on world religious trends. You know, the world religions are changing before our eyes. We need to be aware of them. You know, these are trends, I believe, that can't be ignored. Just yesterday, a report was was released. It's called the American Worldview Inventory 2020. You can pick it up online. The survey concluded that Americans are increasingly seeing many sources of truth and rejecting moral absolutes. This is what, how, the, how the report commenced. Past generations of Americans viewed God as the basis of truth and morality, but not anymore. A new study shows that most Americans reject any absolute boundaries regarding their morality, with a majority, 58% of adults surveyed, believing instead that moral truth is up to the individual to decide. According to findings from Dr. George Barner, Director of Research at the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University, belief in absolute moral truth rooted in God's word is rapidly eroding amongst all American adults. I wonder what the result would actually be uh, within Australia. Whether churched or unchurched, within every political segment and within every age group, even amongst those This is what stood out to me. Even amongst those who identify God as the source of truth, there is a substantial rejection of any absolute standard of morality in American culture. Perhaps the most stunning in the latest research shows that a rejection of God's truth and absolute morality standard by American Christians, those seen to most... Those who are seen to most likely hold traditional standards of morality. Evangelicals defined defined as believing the Bible to be true and the reliable word of God are just as likely to reject absolute moral truth as to accept its existence. And only a minority of born-again Christians still embrace absolute truth. Uh, 
Uh, do you know, when I read uh, this particular report, it started to challenge my thinking uh, significantly. I mean, Glenn, Lindy, uh, what impact do you think this rejection of moral absolutes is having uh, on our world? Lindy, any thoughts? I think you only need to have a look around today, Pastor Gary, and you can see that there is a big increase in family breakdown, in depression, in people committing suicide, in violence, in domestic violence, in all sorts of areas because we don't have these moral truths firmly fixed in our heart and our Mm. mind. Mm. People are impacted. Society is impacted. The family is impacted. Individuals are impacted. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that, that's a good thought there, actually, Lindy. Uh, Glenn, any any thoughts at all? We know that God, who created us, He wants us to have life in abundance. Yeah, and yeah. He created us a certain way, and He gave us an ideal way of living. And I just personally believe that if if we accept the way that he has shown us how to live, Mm. we are much happier people. Yeah. Like, you know, this um, thought of um, if it feels good, do it. Mm. Just have a look around at our world today. It's crumbling. Yeah. In other words, within the Bible, you virtually get an owner's manual, don't you? You know, you've got a, you know, we've we've got this wonderful life that's been given to us by God above. The scriptures themselves are like an owner's manual as to how we can best um, best live a positive, outgoing, outward-looking life, and uh, uh, in abandoning that. We actually bring pain on ourselves. You know, I I, I know in uh, in ministry myself, I uh, I've pastored many churches, and some of the greatest pain that can actually uh, come on people is when relationships break down, and particularly because of things like adultery. And I think of, you know, the pain and the suffering, the heartache that happens on families. And, of course, the the base of that is a move away from absolute truth where Scripture turns around and says, Thou shalt not commit adultery. There's an absolute truth there. And as a result of rejecting that, what we find is that our pain and heartache and suffering is more and more impacting the families of our world. And it affects so many people, Gary. And it does, it does, doesn't it? You know, it's something that you look at and you just simply say, wow, is it possible that you could reject the owner's manual to the extent that individuals actually are? I found that, uh, uh, that particular, uh, uh, um, research very very significant. It was actually only released uh, yesterday. This particular um, this particular report. It's called the American Worldview Inventory 2020. You can get it online, uh, and it comes from the Re- Cultural Research Center of Arizona Christian University. Uh, I believe uh, you'll find it uh, incredible if you want to look at it online. But look, let's come to uh, uh, to some more music before we come to our big question uh, of the day. This is is Jeff Morris and Beyond Beyond. I opened up. 
sleeping eyes when I heard the trumpet sound arise. Did I rest one hundred years, a thousand, or was it just one night? Love lifted me into the air. I saw it with others gathered there through a canopy of grace to a place. Savior, prepare. Beyond, beyond, where the darkness is all gone, into a new Jerusalem I come. Beyond, beyond, the final victory is won. I walk on beyond, beyond The city gates were open Lit with a glorious glow Walls of jasper, pure as glass Reflected miles of golden roads I heard angels sing holy, holy Glory to the Lamb, the only King When I saw my Jesus on His throne I fell down upon my is all gone into a new Jerusalem I come beyond, beyond the final victory is won by His mercy I walk on beyond, beyond beyond imagination's wildest dream Expectations of supreme. Oh, that holy city, fit only for His Majesty, reign for all eternity. Beyond, beyond, where the darkness is. Trust the Bible? How could a loving God create a devil? How can a man called Jesus save me? And from what? Faith FM's free offer today is the Hidden Truth magazine, exploring your hard questions about faith and Christianity. To get your free Hidden Truth magazine, go to faithfm.com.au forward slash offers or call us on 1 800 Faith FM. 
That's 1-800-324-843. Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Big Q&A with Pastor Gary. Our co-host today is Lindy Sparing. Lindy's the Prayer Ministries Leader of the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And with Lindy, we've got her husband, Glenn. And it's fantastic to have Glenn with us as uh, as well. And I want to say at this point, a really big shout-out to uh, Robert and Rhonda in Victoria. Uh, Lindy, who's Robert and Rhonda? My parents. Your parents. I hear they're listening today. That's fantastic. It's wonderful to have people from Victoria. We do let, let people from Victoria actually listen to our show as well. It's a uh, um, wonderful uh, state, uh, Victoria. I've got a, a brother and sister-in-law and family that live over in uh, in Victoria as well. Uh, so uh, Robert and Rhonda, a big hello from South Australia. Uh, this week we're asking, does prayer work and how do you pray anyway? Today we have a wonderful offer for you. At the conclusion of our drive time, we'd like to pray for you personally. If you'd like us to pray for you, text your first name only and the state that you live in and we'll pray for you personally. For example, you might like to say, I'm Gary from South Australia. Don't tell us anything else and we will simply pray for you at the end of the program. Send your text to 0438 That's 0438 But let's come to the big question of the week. Does prayer work? And how do you pray anyway? You know, Luke 11, 1. The apostles came to Christ and said, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. Lindy, did the disciples recognize that they were lacking something? I mean, I find it hard to believe that the apostles, uh, you know, Peter, James and John, these guys, are recognizing that they have some spiritual deficiency. You know, what teaching does Christ give to them? You know, what does that passage tell us about prayer? You know, have you had any prayers answered? Lindy, please, please share with us. Pastor Gary, yes, if you look in Luke 11, it's actually very interesting that the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. Now, they knew quite a bit about prayer. But what they'd noticed that when Jesus prayed, he prayed in such an intimate and personal way. They'd heard the formal prayers of the Pharisees, of the religious leaders for those times, and they wanted something deeper and they wanted something more powerful. You know, Lindy, what what you're actually saying there is actually really significant, I think, because there's been people who have actually described me as a pastor as a professional prayer. Have you ever been a kid? I mean, Glenn, have you ever done that? Have you ever heard that sort of thing? Yes, we have been called prayer warriors in our time. Okay, okay. Well, uh, I mean, this is something that what I think is occurring here is it seems that the disciples are recognizing something about Jesus' prayers that are beyond professional prayers does is that what you're saying i think that what the disciples had seen was not only was jesus praying in this intimate and powerful way but amazing things were happening around him Mm. they wanted their ministry to be more effective and they started to recognize that jesus prayers were not just words that he spoke but intimate expressions of a relationship 
with with his God. You see, prayer isn't just about talking and it's not even just about listening. It's about bearing our soul, recognizing that this creator God, he knows us intimately. We can't hide anything from him. He knows our thoughts. He knows our coming in and our goings out. And he wants to have this intimate personal relationship with us. This is this is very similar, isn't it, Lindy, to the sort of relationship we want to have with our with our children. You know, I, I sort of think as you know, we often call the 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 God the heavenly Father. It, it it's couched in terms of human relationship, and you know, to me as I as I think about it, I think this is actually very powerful. What's actually occurring here because human mums and dads actually want to get close to their children and want to be able to talk to them in a really you know one-on-one as friends that's what i think is occurring here absolutely and when jesus said to them this is how you should pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come that very beautiful prayer that many people know even those who perhaps aren't Uh, Christians or people who read the Bible, he's saying, our Father, you're talking to God in heaven, but you're having this intimate relationship with him. He's your Father, your heavenly Father. And he was teaching the disciples principles throughout this whole chapter 11. There are so many principles that we can learn about having this intimate relationship. Like a loving earthly father loves the children, this heavenly father loves his children and wants to do the best for them. Mm, mm. You know, know, Lindy, what, what Christ does here... Um, to me really stands out at, at me because uh, what we've got is the disciples have grown up in the Jewish economy. Now, yes. good Jews, of course, they, they sent their children to the temple to be trained in the religious arts. Yes. Is that something that, you know, sort of stands out to, with you? I think so because they had been taught many formalized ways of religious behavior if you like yeah. and yet here they were seeing something totally different yeah. they were the disciples of Jesus they were following Jesus they were living with him working with him mm. and they saw something completely different yeah, Completely. yeah, and and hence this question, Lord, teach us to pray. There's something ha- happening here, and He goes on to teach them this thing called the Lord's Prayer. Beautiful yeah. prayer. And yeah. you know, when we first start praying, we might feel like our prayers aren't answered, or we might feel like we're not getting through to God. But as we learn, mm. and we can learn to pray, and we learn the principles of prayer about being persevering and not giving up about recognizing that God is loving and generous and solicitous about seeing that he wants to uh, give us abundantly Lindy is it I mean I'm really interested what you've actually just said there because I think it's really important is it possible to learn to pray I mean isn't that something that just comes naturally I don't think so, Pastor Gary, because even even in our most intimate relationships here on earth, sometimes we don't share our hearts and souls. Mm-hmm. We're not honest. We put on this face mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. mask. Mm-hmm. But God wants to strip away that mask and he wants this intimate relationship where we are 
he knows everything about us anyway. We can't mm-hmm. hide anything mm-hmm. from him. And here he is calling us to, to pray to him, to, to pray not just what we want, Pastor Gary, and mm-hmm. this is the hard thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's what God wants. I it's think th- this is actually really, I think we're starting to get somewhere really important here at the moment because sometimes I've heard people say, my prayers don't get any higher than the, the ceiling. ceiling yeah. And that is something that what I'm conscious of here is you seem to be saying that it's possible to learn to actually pray so that prayer becomes far more meaningful to me. Absolutely. And when we understand the word of God and praying his will into mm-hmm. our lives, mm-hmm. his will into the lives of others, mm-hmm. his will into this earth, it is a totally different way of praying. Mm-hmm. He's not like some um, earthly father who wants to just give us presents, mm-hmm. but he does want to give us gifts. He does want to bless our lives. And Glenn and I can share a little experience that we've had here in South Australia. Mm. There was a church property that needed to be sold and it had been on the market for some time. We visited that property, didn't we, Glenn? Mm. And we walked around that property. And what did we do? We prayed. And we prayed. We prayed and we prayed and we prayed that it was God's will for this situation. And the property sold, this is after being on the market for two years, within one week, the property sold. Wow, wow. And so we have seen when it's God's will, amazing answers to prayer, mm. and there are many other stories that we could tell too. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to come to those stories because I think it's important. We'll come to them in a, in a moment, but let's just come because I'm so conscious of the need to actually come from the Word of God because the Word is quick and powerful. It's sharp, and to me it's so important that we come to understand what the Word is actually saying. Uh, Lindy, what, is the, what else is the Word in this particular passage saying to, according to your understanding. Look, in, in chapter 11, there's a couple of parables and one is about a friend knocking on the door at midnight and wanting some bread because mm. someone had come to visit them. Mm. And really, this is revealing it's not so much um, showing what God is like. It's more teaching by comparison. You know, here we are knocking on the door, knock, knock, knock on the door and waking someone up in the middle of the night. God doesn't need to be conjoled into doing something good that he would otherwise be unwilling or reluctant to do. God knows our needs, whereas this man is a little bit reluctant to get up in the middle of the night. He's got his children with him. And so it teaches by comparison that God is always willing to do his will and to do wonderful, abundant things for us. And further on is another, uh, not so much a parable, but here is Jesus saying, keep asking, seeking, knocking. We need to persevere, not give up, and Mm. to ask for our prayers to be answered, but to also ask for the Holy Spirit to live in us so that our prayers are God's will. Mm. The Word of God is powerful. We can use the Word of God in our prayers and pray for people to be blessed, to pray for people Mm. to come to know God. The Word of God, as you said, is a two-edged sword and it's very powerful. It's spiritually strong. Mm. Mm. And that's uh, what we've got here is an entire chapter where what... 
what what Christ is doing is teaching his disciples in response to this question. You get this, you know, Lord, teach us to pray. It's almost a cry of desperation. Yes. And then you get the Lord's Prayer, which we know so well today that in many ways has become a little bit formalized. Yes. Um, but then immediately after that, you then get these parables where a friend comes at midnight and uh, then you get Christ's instruction Ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on. And there seems to be something here whereby Christ is saying to his disciples, I don't want you to give up on prayer because there is power in prayer. There is, prayer is important in the spiritual life. Well, I think the true purpose of prayer, Pastor Gary, isn't to work a change in God, but to work a change in us. We are changed when we pray. And I've seen people who attend prayer meetings, they are being changed. We are learning to bring our wills into God's will and into harmony with God's will. Mm. And that's when our prayers become so powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. when our lives are changed and other people's lives are changed. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's. What we're doing is acknowledging the power of God, acknowledging a power that is outside of ourselves, acknowledging that, hey, there's, uh, there is a, there's an omnipotent God that does exist who I am prepared to actually put my life into, into their hands. Yes. Um, and that, I look at that and I say, wow, you know, what a, what a God we're actually serving today. An amazing God, an amazing God. And as Glenn and I have grown in our walk with the Lord, we've seen God step into situations that have seemed impossible, mm. Pastor Gary, that we wouldn't have been able to solve without asking the Lord to step in. Is that true, Glenn? Seen that? Absolutely. And we're going to, let's come to that. Let's just have a song. And then after our song, we're going to come to that because I want to open that up, your personal experience, straight after our song. This is Gavin Chatillier. Uh, lead me, guide me. This is a powerful prayer of Gavin's. Won't you lead me? I'm tired and I need thy strength and power. To guide me over my darkest hour Lord, just open my eyes That I may see Lead me, oh Lord Won't you lead me? Lead me, guide me Along the way For if you lead me I cannot stray Lord, just open my eyes That I may see Lead me, oh Lord Won't you lead me I am lost if you take your hand from me I am blind without thy light to see Lord, just always let me thy servant be Lead me, oh Lord won't you leave me? 
Trust the Bible? How could a loving God create a devil? How can a man called Jesus save me? And from what? Faith FM's free offer today is the Hidden Truth magazine, exploring your hard questions about faith and Christianity. To get your free Hidden Truth magazine, go to faithfm.com.au forward slash offers or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Gary. Our co-host today is Lindy Sparing. Lindy's the Prayer Ministries Leader in the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And we've got Glenn, her husband, here with us as well. And it's fantastic to have both Glenn and Lindy uh, sharing with us today on this really big question that so many people in the Christian world really struggle with. This week we're asking, does prayer work? And how do you pray anyway? Today we've got a wonderful offer for you. At the conclusion of our drive time, we'd love to be able to pray for you and for your needs. If you'd like us to pray for you, text your first name only and the state that you live in and we'll pray for you personally. You might like to say, pray for Gary from South Australia. And we will pray for you at the end of our show. Just text your name and your state to 0438 That's 0438 Lindy, how do you practice prayer yourself? I mean, this is probably the heart and the core. I mean, have you had, have, have you seen any answers to prayer? Let's start with that one. Well, Pastor Gary, yes, I have of recent years. I think before my prayers were perhaps more shallow or not as deep, but as I've learned to pray, I've seen that God will step in and he's brought healing to me when I haven't been well. He's brought reconciliation with relationships with other people in my life. Mm. And he's provided at times too when perhaps it's been difficult financially for us. Mm. Some years ago when the interest rates were 17%, for example. Mm. Can't mm. imagine that now, can no, we? <laughs> no, you can't. There's a long time. I didn't think you were that old, Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> So when we when we think about prayer, prayer is really it's talking, it's about sharing your heart, but it's also about being real and and speaking in your mind or even speaking out loud these words that you feel so convicted of to talk to God about. Yeah. For us, yeah. I always have a special time of prayer every morning, but I must confess, Pastor Gary, I probably drive God crazy. I drive my husband crazy occasionally because I talk a lot, <laughs> but God has to listen to me often. I'm praying when I'm driving. I'm praying when I'm tackling something at work. I say, Lord, can you guide me and help me in this program I'm trying to develop about prayer? Or or can you... Sometimes he'll bring to mind someone during the day or I'll get a prayer request come my way to pray for someone's situation. I'm praying often at night before I'm going to bed. I can wake up in the night and sometimes be Lindy, do you? I, I, I'm conscious that praying our way through the day is, is really... But do you have a... 
Do you have a, a particular time you dedicate to uh, to prayer? I do now, Pastor Gary, and that's when I first wake up. I have go to my office where is my prayer room, and I have this particular time. Mm-hmm. But also once a week I have a special prayer time in that same room for an hour, and I pray for a long, long list of people and okay. situations. Okay, so okay. That's how I do it. Can I ask what time of the? I mean, is I mean, are you an early morning person? Do you naturally get up early? Six o'clock. Six, Six o'clock. o'clock. Yes. Uh, that's probably about as early as I would normally get up. Yeah, okay, that's okay. my time as okay. a rule, anyway. All right. What about you, Glenn? I mean, do you have a you know, do you have a, a regular prayer practice? Absolutely. I have to start my day with a devotional where I read the Word and mm-hmm. then I pray. Um, I actually start my day with that every single day, mm-hmm. and I have I can just totally say that. My day is different. Mm, mm. Um, it's just different. Now, I mean, it doesn't mean my day is perfect and that yeah, you know, things don't yeah, go wrong. Yeah, yeah. But starting the day with the Lord, he lives in you. I ask him to live in me every day. And he actually does live in you. He gives you strength. He mm. gives you abilities way beyond you could normally do yourself. I've mm. just proven that over and over again. Mm. And... Um, as as I study the word and ask for the Holy Spirit to interpret it for me, um, I just learn more and grow more every day. Mm-hmm. Can I say too, Pastor Gary, that when we have this relationship with Father God, with this Heavenly Father that loves us, he will often give us insights and even sometimes a warning. Mm. I remember one night I was woken up in the middle of the night, convicted to pray for our son. I got down on my knees and I prayed and prayed and then I went back to bed and I didn't find out until the next day that he'd come into a dangerous situation uh, where he was swimming and someone rescued him. And I believe that God prompted me to intercede on behalf of our son mm. to pray for him. Mm. And there are other times that I find that when we have this relationship with God, He, it's not just me praying to him, but he communicates with us. He'll give us thoughts and ideas and impressions like he did about us moving from Victoria and found us a home. And he led every step of the way, sometimes right up until the last minute, Pastor yeah, Gary. Yeah. It, it, you know, I'm impatient at times and I want to know what's going on, but God is teaching us patience and to trust in him. Yeah. It's about yeah, this trust. Yeah, yeah. It's his timing. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing we've got to come to understand. It's all about his timing. Yeah. I think that that's actually an incredibly powerful point because I know that I'm one of those people that, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate, uh, you know, the Lord answering my prayers, but I'd much prefer him to answer them the, the first time I pray them. <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes, you know, it's like with my, I learnt with my children as they were growing up. Uh, you know, it was uh, there were there were some things that waiting actually teaches you that nothing else actually does. Mm. But the thing that stands out at me is that the Lord is the one who comes through. I know that uh, in my in my own experience, I really enjoy being able to spend time uh, with the Lord uh, in in prayer, and I'm. First thing in the in the morning. Thankfully, I'm I'm also a morning uh, a morning person, and I, um, Glenn, you're not a morning person, Glenn. I'm not a morning person because sometimes person. we think this is good for morning people, but not. But you're a night person. I am a night person. Okay, okay. So, how do you handle getting up early to spend time with with the Lord? 
I I don't necessarily get up early to spend time with the Lord, but I make sure that I get up early enough to spend that time with the Lord before I have to start my day. Okay. And, okay. you know, as we spend more and more time with the Lord, it's just amazing how he... He changes us, and he actually gives us more wisdom and yeah. understanding that we can trust him no matter what's going yeah. on in our yeah. life. There seems to be a connection, isn't there, between the uh, the coming of the Holy Spirit and prayer. In fact, I think of you know Second Chronicles. You know, if my people who are called by my name yeah. will humble themselves and pray and seek my voice, then will I hear from heaven. It's an if-then clause in that particular passage. And, you know, Glenn, one of the things I really appreciate is that um, sometimes, um, you know, sometimes prayer is seen as a, a feminine thing to do. <laughs> um, but, you know, to me... As a as a man, I, I look at it and I say, hey, it's really a, a vital part of a bloke's life, isn't it? I can tell you absolutely yeah, yeah, that yeah. prayer is just so powerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, we can tap in yeah. to God's power and it's amazing what an experience that is. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that is that is really something. You know, Glenn often prays for me too, Pastor Gary, when I'm preaching and doing other things or if I'm not well. Yeah. He's a great intercessor, a man of great faith, and he'll mm. wake up in the middle of the night and just be praying. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's how the Lord's grown him because he, we didn't used to be like this. Yeah. As you walk with the Lord, as you dedicate your life to him, as you surrender to him, there is a power that seems to be connected with prayer that changes people in a way that nothing else actually does. Amen to that. Amen. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me, what? I'm conscious our time is starting to disappear on us, and so um, what have you found as the greatest hindrances to maintaining a regular uh, prayer experience? Glenn, Lindy, tell us. Um, share with us. The stresses of life. The stresses of life. Yeah, and that's very true, isn't it? You Busyness, know, you get so busy sometimes that you can, you're so busy perhaps doing things, whatever that is, yeah. that you you might not spend as much time as you want to. But I, I've learned over the few years that the busier I get, the more time I need to spend in prayer, the yeah. more I need to make it a priority. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's, uh, that response was one that I think someone actually gave exactly the same response yesterday. The busyness of life seems to make the, uh, the, the urgent things uh, crowd out the most important things in our, in our life. Yes. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's very powerful. Look, let's just come to to a song I, I love this song tis so sweet to trust in jesus tis so sweet to trust in jesus just to take him at his word Just to rest upon his promise Just to know thus saith the Lord Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him How I prove 
precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him more. I'm so glad I learned to trust Him, precious Jesus, save your friend, and I know that He is with me, will be with me to the end. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him, how I proved you more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Gary. Our co-host today is Lindy Sperring. Lindy's the prayer ministries leader in the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church and she's joined today with her husband, Glenn, and it's fantastic to have Glenn with us as well. This week we're asking, does prayer work? And how do you pray anyway? And today we have a wonderful offer for you. At the conclusion of Drive Time, we'd like to pray for you. If you'd like us to pray for you personally, just text your first name only in the state that you live in and we'll pray for you personally. You might like to say, I'm Gary from South Australia. You can text us at 0438 That's 0438 Lindy, we need to start coming to uh, bring it all together. Have you got any concluding thoughts? Pastor Gary, if there's anyone listening today who hasn't been much into prayer and doesn't have an intimate relationship with God, I'd like to encourage them to surrender their lives to God and to start praying to him and talking to him. You know, the the scriptures are full of beautiful promises. In Psalm 51, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. And there are so many other beautiful promises and prayers in the Bible that will enrich your life like never before. Mm. I encourage you to pray. Mm. Go ahead. Prayer can seriously change your life. 
Yeah, Amen. yeah, yeah. No, that's and, and so many people have found exactly that that is a reality that you can't ignore, you can't overlook. There seems to be something that happens when people pray that doesn't happen if they're not praying. Yeah. That's right. Lindy, I'm just wondering, we do need to finish in, in prayer. I'm wondering if, if you'd like to maybe pray to, maybe, I mean, if you'd both like to say something, that'd be, Lindy, that'd be fantastic. Uh, Lindy, we're praying particularly today for Francis from South Australia. If you'd like to just pray for Francis, particularly in your prayer from South Australia, that'd be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Let's pray together. Father God, and we can address you as our Father our Heavenly Father who created us, who loves us, who has plans and purposes for us. Father, we thank you so much for your love and mercy and grace to us. And we want to uphold Francis from South Australia today. We don't know this person, Lord, but you do intimately in every part of this person. And we pray, Father, in Jesus' name that your heavenly angels will draw close to Francis. We pray, Father, that peace will surround Francis. We pray, Father, that great joy and an even greater desire to want to pray and connect with you will happen in Francis' life. If there are troubles and burdens for Francis, Lord, that you will take those burdens. If there's reconciliation needed amongst friends or family, that you will bring that into Francis' life. Father, we also think of all those who are listening today. May you draw close to each and every one of them. May each person who is listening have a greater desire to want to connect with you and a greater desire to pray because their lives will be transformed like never before and they'll never look back. Father, we know that you hear our prayers and that you answer prayers. You even answer prayers for those who don't even believe in you. They've done research to show that this is true. So, Father, we just uphold you today. We bless your name and we thank you so much that you love us. And we pray all of this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, my friends, it does look like our time is up for today. Thank you so much for joining Pastor Gary, Lindy and Glenn Sparing on Drive Time. Big questions for God. Please join us tomorrow as we dig deeper into this week's question and we ask again, does prayer work? And how do I pray anyway? Really look forward to seeing you. But until then, please remember Christ said, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace that the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. May our God richly bless you. Please enjoy the Adventist Vocal Ensemble. Make me a channel of your peace. to be consoled as to console